The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to High Tea with Carla Stilwell, a current affairs and pop culture panel discussion series focusing on black women's issues. Starring Carla Stilwell, featuring Tamara Anderson, with Coco Elysis, and Nicola Blaze. Here's your MC, Carla Stilwell. Welcome to High Tea with Carla Stilwell, exclusively on PoppyChuloRadio.com. Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is a Monday, October 10th in the year of our Lord, 2016. And I'm your host, Carla Stilwell. Welcome to High Tea. Today is the Pussy Grab Edition, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Come in, have a seat at my table, put on your white gloves, pick up your teacups, because inside this podcast, the tea might be black, it might be have milk in it, it might be a little herbal, and some of these ladies might have a flask, but I guarantee you that the tea will always be popping, piping hot, and the pussy <laughs> will get grabbed. It's going to get grabbed. <laughs> I can't. This is going to get grabbed. High Z is your new home for the biggest news stories in politics, black issues, women's issues, and popular culture. Let me introduce my gal pals who are seated around my table. Tamara Anderson. Hello. Hey, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, we can't be silly right off top. Come on now. Compose yourselves, chicks. Uh, Coco Elysis. Hello, everyone. And Michaela Blaze. Hello. Say word. <laughs> Before we begin, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PCR. Hi, T. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for High Tea with Carla Stilwell and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. Lord Jesus Christ. We got to take these first sips. Y'all, I'm fighting off a little um, germ today. So I'm sipping orange juice with cayenne pepper garlic powder and um uh no fresh garlic and um ginger root so 
All right. You are trying to you got a Haitian, You got a Haitian woman locked in the basement or something? Making concoctions for you? I learned this from an ancient, old, like, 200-year-old Jamaican man when I was yeah. in my 20s. That sounds exactly like what George's mom would make for me. It tastes yeah. awful, but somehow it's magical healing power. Exactly. Yeah, so whatever mother- this is, huh? My mother's concoction was um, three parts honey, one part apple cider vinegar, and it has to be Bragg's. It has to have the mother in it. Mm-hmm. And um, that would knock out anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I would always add little things into it to just, you know, take it to a whole nother level. But yeah, that's that's some amazing stuff, boy. You are brave. So I'm glad that I am not sitting directly next to you to smell <laughs> that garlic. Baby, because you know, <laughs> it's three whole cloves in here. I'm not playing around you with this much. germ. It's Whatever this out, is. It's got to be coming out of your skin by now. It's just I around am, you. I am sweating. Oh, no. I am just sweating. It's awesome. It smells like an Italian dinner. I really do. I smell <laughs> like a plate of pasta. So, aunties, ladies, so much shit has happened. So, you know, how... The old folks used to say, oh, I remember when Kennedy got shot. And then we got older and we could start saying shit like, I remember the day the planes flew into the World Trade Center. I remember where I was. I remember what I was doing. Now I can add, I can remember the day when the presidential nominee got caught talking about grabbing pussies on tape. Lord, yeah, it was Friday. I was sitting in my home making tuna salad. (laughs) (laughs) Getting ready for the weekend. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Finding your own business. You just just going on along about your your own business. Uh Dealing with your own version of fish. Exactly. Watching, (laughs) dealing with my tuna salad. Right? (laughs) And I turned to MSNBC. And they said, breaking news. And they showed the picture, the video tape of Donald Trump talking about grabbing women's pussies. And you you know what? He told the truth. If you are famous, (laughs) he told the truth. No, he really did tell the truth. He really did. And and I, you know, I don't know. Well, I know a few A-listers, Oscar nominated folk. But I know a whole lot of musicians because I'm a musician and I have seen women. I, I have witnessed a madam of a, I guess you would call it, I guess it was a strip club where they just did basically you <laughs> pay for a drink and you got a lap dance. Well, this particular group of musicians who will go nameless because I know their parents. Uh, <laughs> one of the, the lady that was the owner of the establishment got so enamored by one of the guys that she said she was leaving the country and selling her business. Now here's the tea. When we were recapping the visit in this said country that I will not name, because if those people (laughs) listen to it, they'll know I'm sharing the business. I'm not going to say what European country it is, but there's a sausage. (laughs) She put it, she put it, she put it on the continent. Oh yes. You're it. They said, do you mean blah, blah, blah club? And they said, oh, that lady that owned it last year was in court because she charged $2 million on some man's credit card and she won. 
she won the case like he you know for whatever reason i don't know you know as far as the laws in this particular country but she was like i am out of this country and was going to leave and um i mean just the 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 things that women will allow a famous or semi-famous guy do is unbelievable and the men love it like they'll 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 risk losing their wives and and possible gigs all over the pussy and here's the thing but here's the thing here's the thing i hear that but this motherfucker did not (laughs) he was talking about sexual assault my dude like he was like i don't ask because what you're describing is we had a little conversation i put my booty on it I rubbed up on you and then you slid your hand gently into the pussy. <laughs> That's what you described. Yes, what, you're right. What the and Republican, we went shopping afterwards. Exactly. And then we went shopping and then I just happened to steal a few hundred million dollars. You know, like that's a relationship. <laughs> and Coco, you know the you know the rock star stuff is different. We don't we don't really expect that from our local elected officials. <laughs> You know, the, stuff, about to. the the pussy grabbing happens. It's like after the gig. It's I don't know, one o'clock in the morning. Everybody's on the sauce. And people are high. backstage. Why why are you backstage? I don't know. Everybody had a uh, bottle of Cavassier, a whole exactly. bottle of right. like, I'm not a- saying it's right in those circumstances either, because that has to be taken by a case by case situation exactly. as right. well. Exactly. But obviously when you're dealing with like a a local businessman you know you go to a meeting about something and <laughs> he grabs your pussy or you're you're uh you're a can uh what do you call it a contestant for the pa- the beauty pageant that he's running and he's like hey mm. i wanted to talk to you about a couple of uh and just grabs your pussy. <laughs> like, well well he says on howard stern because you know those tapes came out yesterday Mm-hmm. And where's the um, person you're talking about that they were following? Were they cute? That I think. Oh yeah, they are hot. They're no, they're See? they're hot. They're hot. See? They're they're hot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? And I'm like, this lady has. A, and I, but I, when I heard heard about her potentially trying to leave the country, I said she's got a story. It's more to this. It's more to this. Before we even found out that she had, you know, swindled two million out of some some guy. Um charged up his car two hundred two two million dollars um yeah but these guys are hot they hot they hot they hot get his number though did you get his number because who's got a two million dollar limit on their credit card i I need to know it might have been a little oil boy or something like that i don't know you know yeah Give me that number. We'll talk about that later offline. Just I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need y'all to stop it. Just stop it. Just okay. stop it. I need to pay my student loan. I was like, the, the thing that money. The, the student. The damn Sally May called me today. I was like, I ill. Get off my phone. Um, Sally, Carla is not here. I. Well, they I asked, like, they, I'm they, sorry. They like, She's locked up right now. Who are you? Wait. <laughs> the boss said, um, can I speak to Carla Stillwell? This is she. I need you to confirm your social security number. I don't confirm my social security number over the phone. Oh, yeah. She was out of pocket. Right. I was right. like, what? Goodbye, Sally Mae. Right. Um, like, uh-uh, but anyway, so back to this dude. So 
Howard Stern released some tapes where he said some more creepy shit about how Howard Stern could call his daughter a piece of ass. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Geraldo is out here saying, I got tapes on him too. But you know, Geraldo, we know his track record with producing shit. Uh, the Apprentice producers are saying there is video of him saying, calling somebody the N-word, a ninja, a nooka, a nook nook, a nigro <laughs> on The Apprentice during <laughs> during a taping. So all of his mess has been exposed. It's all out there. The Republicans are all, oh my God, Kelly Ayotte's bitch asses. I have daughters. All of these Mormons from Utah. I have daughters and a wife and sisters. Everybody's so beclamped. They've all jumped off the board. Mike Pence had to go pray alone yesterday. <laughs> in the dark. By himself. With his reversal of everything that's a law. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I guess he had to go stand outside an abortion clinic and repent. I don't know oh, what he did. Wow. Oh. <laughs> like, Motherfucker. So. <laughs> And there's more stuff coming out in a, in another month. But I'm definitely not going to say that out loud. But there's more terrible stuff that's about to come out. About- oh, it's going every Friday. They're going to ruin yeah. that motherfucker's weekend every <laughs> weekend until the election. Because what Ooh. we Coco and I were talking before the call a little bit, and here's the thing: um, Why do people fuck with the Clintons? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. You can't win. You called the brought the devil to her face yesterday in the debate. Mm. Lurking like he was on Halloween. <laughs> Did you see me? <laughs> we heard him standing behind her and Michael Myers standing behind uh what's her name? Yes, just lurking. I was like, is this Friday night? Friday night? <sighs> what is this? What y'all think about the debate? Mikayla, what you think about the debate? I thought it was his. <laughs> oh, it was, it's always amazing. I think it's always wonderful to just watch him talk where he just puts words together. Like he's not making the senses. He's not making any sense. But I love the pivot from the did you grab? Do you think it's wrong to grab pussy? And he just went into, you know what's bad? ISIS is bad. I'm going to be great with ISIS. And then Anderson Cooper was like, let's just rewind a second and go back to the pussy grabbing. That's locker room talk. That's locker room talk, which I love all the athletes that came out that were like, we've been in locker rooms for years. Oh, wait, I got to pull them up because you know I want to talk about it. I love that. The pro athletes. They were like, like, don't put our magium out. I'm so disappointed they kept saying genitals instead of pussy because I was real. I had I was I had my shot ready for if anybody said pussy. <laughs> I had some like sixty dollars oh, shot XO that I was really looking forward to, so I missed out on that. Um, I was robbed, but otherwise I think Hillary did a great job. I always, of course, want her to be way, way, way more snarky, um, oh, and yes. she wasn't. 
I thought her left she eyebrow was. A little bit. Yes, her left eyebrow was shady. That left, that well. left eyebrow was like a palm tree. I was like, wow. So well, there were the there were the moments where she was because I was on um I was recording other podcasts yesterday. It's kind of half watching, half recording. So I had it on mute. And there were moments where I had to stop myself from laughing because I would see her do the RCA dog headcock like. <laughs> about then she'd do the what the fuck are you talking about laugh i was like oh my god what is he saying why is she oh, why is she so shady Between that and the poor black man in the back row i was like oh mm, i just want to oh. pray for him oh the one like, who oh. asked the question and that what? motherfucker said inner city 26 times <sighs> yeah well you know he looked as like the he looked like sojourner true <laughs> <laughs> He could barely get his little question out. I really wanted to give him a hug. He needed a hug. I, I wanted to give him a drink or <laughs> like a something because he just, I just was like, what is going on? He looked, and what then. What would you do? With, I, I, was, I was trying to cheer him on, but then I lost interest. It was, his question even took too well, long. Really here's sad. the thing. All of those motherfuckers that were on the stage were supposedly the undecided, which I have decided that undecided means you're a racist. Like, this is just what I've decided. Anybody <laughs> who says they're undecided right now, you're fucking racist. I don't care if you're black. You're racist. You're a stepping fetch. I don't care. I don't care if you're a woman and you're undecided. You're a, you're a misogynist. You're disgusting. <gasps> Anybody who's undecided now can kiss my actual, the oh. fattest part of my fat ass. Oh. Like, I'm just. Well I'm, well, I'm still undecided. No, I'm just kidding. I punch you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And oh I missed God. all of this because I, I was having back spasms. And so I missed all of it. Okay. All of it. <laughs> I was on muscle relaxers yesterday. I missed all of this drama. I could not even stay, pay attention to anything. Trust you me. It, it was yeah. like watching the Kardashians backwards. On <laughs> wow. Oh my God. So he pulled all kinds of stunts. He pulled all kinds of shows, stunts and shows, tricks and games, puppies and clowns, and none of it worked. Mm. None of it worked. And he um, used the same vocabulary words over and over. I was like, wow, you're not just limited. You're an idiot. Like, you have nothing. Like, that's not even a fourth grade vocabulary. Like you're just, I don't know where that is. Yeah. Now the other, the, here's my one of my favorite shade moments though came from his kids when Hillary threw that on shade. I respect his children, and they panned to them in the audience, and they was looking like, "Bitch, shut up." It was like it's like that student you have in your class that you can't say anything bad about, but you have nothing positive to say, and his mother comes, and you're like, "Well, he comes to school every day." <laughs> and that's <laughs> for somebody. Yeah, he's very. I never respected he's never the. I've never respected the like, um, good attendance award. That kid who no. never missed school till and graduated from eighth grade. It's like you know you were there and you were Jeremy. You're giving people illnesses and all kind of stuff. Like Just your asshole, your asshole, and your mother was an asshole too. Like your your good attendance mean nothing. That's how I got the chicken pox in the first grade, cause of a bitch and her attendance. <laughs> Thank you very much. Right, just stay home. 
stay home is fine. It's fine to have a sick day. But one of my favorite moments out of last night were the tweets. Um, I'm going to read some of the um, pro athlete tweets in a second. But my other one was from my auntie Carrie Fisher, the only Princess Leia. <laughs> who said when asked directly on Twitter what she thought she said well as uh, from experience I know he's absolutely a cokehead whoa Carrie Fisher whoa. said it she in said defense, she didn't ever do any blow with him but she, she recognized the sniffle distinctly. exactly that's what she was saying She's like, I know from experience, he is absolutely a cokehead. Wow. That's That's pretty strong. His response to the, did you grab the pussy? You know, when we have a world where you have ISIS chopping off heads, where you have, and frankly, drowning people in steel cages, where you have wars and horrible, horrible sights all over, where you have so many bad things. This is like medieval times. We haven't seen anything like this. Carnage. And we also haven't seen a man <laughs> running for president that that threatened to grab a woman's pussy, and he right. still eats Tic Tacs. In but 2005, he, have we not moved on to Altoids yet? You right. whack ass <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> and he can't even make a sentence. What? What did he say? <laughs> Medieval times. He what? said, "Gobble gibble, gibble gibble gobble, gobble gobble because that's all I heard. That was it. That's what he said. Oh, and PolitiFact, one of our favorite um, websites, they, of course, fact-checked the debate. And apparently, he lied like every fourth word. Like, <laughs> literally one in four, four in, out of four out of every five things he said was an actual lie. Mm. So... Undoubtedly. And I mean, I, in his defense, he can't help lying because he really just can't formulate a sentence. So it's hard to stay on topic or on point when there is actually, um, you're not making any, when you're saying jibba jabba, tama, tama, medieval, ISIS, (laughs) crime, pussy, all that. (laughs) Crime, pussy, criminal pussy. Pack the criminal pussy. Um, John Amici said, uh, politics isn't sport. The White House is in the locker room. Respecting women at all, at all seems a desperately low bar to fail in 2016. Yeah. Sean Rosenfeld, Sage Rosenfeld said, I was a five-sport athlete in high school, five years of college football, 12 years in the NFL. Guys don't talk like that in locker rooms. Wow. Um, Kendall Marshall says, PSA, sexual advances without consent is not locker room talk. So many pro athletes were like, what? Don't put that shit out there. I got a wife, motherfucker. I got girlfriends. Don't have nobody thinking we talk like that. So that is, that was going on. Oh, so much happened. Today, Paul Ryan said, I 
I won't condone Trump and I won't campaign with him, but you still in you still endorsing him, you whack motherfucker. So long story short, the Republican Party is eating itself from the inside out, like the alien in the first aliens movie. It's so great. The GOP has decided that they're not gonna run any ground game for him. They're not going to do any mailings. I mean, they've literally stepped away. They put the, the brakes on all printing of any materials on his behalf. Oh, yeah. I'm actually, and, 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 and um, this is from an email from a woman on the campaign. So I'm kind of proud of her. Good for her. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the Republican Party, but um, I'm glad she stepped up, right? She was like, okay, okay. All right, we've done this. We've we've seen this. Um, this was really fun, but we're gonna wrap it up and take our shit home. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Now, well, my my question is, and maybe you ladies can answer this: is how does that affect his electoral college votes? Does that mean that he gets none? Or no? I mean, oh, he'll get whatever votes he gets. It's just that the GOP isn't helping him. Okay. Right. Normally you pay your party dues or um, when you're fundraising, it goes into this huge bucket. And the GOP has a, an entire machine behind a campaign. So they have all the voter files, voter history. They have um, offices set up everywhere. They arrange for volunteers to get out and knock doors on your behalf. They do mailings, targeted mailings. So a mailing that um, they've got all the polling and all the information to say what message should go to what area. Um, so it's 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 an entire apparatus that makes a campaign happen, <laughs> and he no longer has access to his. Uh, so I think it's a big deal, and I don't think I think this is unprecedented as well. It is. It, this has never happened in history. Um, now, the good news for those of us who are worried about the Supreme Court is because of this fuckery, it is affecting the down-ballot races in a major way, and we might <laughs> regain uh, the Senate, and there was never a chance for de Democrats to regain the House until this weekend oh yeah definitely mm -hmm. so uh we might get control of congress and be able to appoint some um I, i'm not even i'm not the person that's like we have to have liberal judges i'll deal with a centrist judge but it can't be any pro-life motherfuckers on the bench it just can't happen it's just no so november 8th Rock the vote, get out, vote all the way down the ballot. Oh, and I have to, before we get off, I'm going to try to find the website where you can go on and you can go state to state and research the judges yes. in your mm -hmm. state, in your county, so that you don't put any more of that racist fuckery on your bench either. <laughs> because... Talk to your local felon. They know the judge. <laughs> you know, sit down, figure those out. You know, have a meeting. Take them out to breakfast. They can tell you who who refused your parole last month. Oh my God, this one. Yes, just have a conversation. They know. They make a list. 
and go from there. Mm-hmm. No, that seriously, is, because that yes. kind of stuff happens where there's a judge who's been there for a while. They're asleep on the bench. They're not even literally asleep. Not like uh, literally, figuratively, yeah. like they're not paying attention. But literally, <laughs> they doze off during the middle of their court case. They're not paying attention. They take two, three hour lunches. There's yeah. just um, there's Felons there is know. literally they all know. sorts of fuckery going on. Right. And who knows better than the one who sees them the most? It's like, yes. You mean that one with the one eye? Yeah, he's terrible. Don't vote for him ever again. I mean, I can't vote. But if you could vote for me, don't vote for him because he denied my hip surgery. So I need that. Mm-hmm. Well, what about what about what was her name? Judge Turner, Judge Valerie Turner. She just was like, I don't want to go to the bench today. And she told her assistant, "You here, put on my robe and you go be the judge. I can't. Yes. <gasps> that happened in Markham, <laughs> that's yes. within Cook County. Uh-oh. And that is, that oh, is somebody that, that we voted for. Right. I know that judge. She used to curse my aunt out. My aunt's a public defender. Was the public defender for 30 years in Cook County. She used to be See, in Markham Courthouse and whatever. And she would tell her clients all the time, can you please tell your friends not vote for her? Please. Ever. This is it. She, this, that's that's the one who gets her so nails brazen, done. If she's so brazen, she's going to go there. Like, just like, fuck it. Just mm-hmm. use my nameplate. But just you go on out there, Felicia, or whatever the girl's name was. Yeah. She um, used to curse out she, lawyers and tell them, like, why are you here late? People like, I'm a multiple defendant. I mean, I have multiple criminals to defend today. You're not the first on this list. Yep. So the um the link is voteforjudges.org. Voteforjudges.org. So go and also look at the bar association too. They have yes, they have they have um recommendations on. I was going through that on their website too. So um yeah, because we just have to get out of our heads that the presidential election is the beginning and the end of all fuckery. And it's not. (laughs) It's so much fuckery to be addressed all the way down through our local government. A couple of quick things before we get into the big tasty finger sandwiches for this evening. Uh, Anthony Hamilton and the Hamiltons. I don't know if y'all are familiar with (laughs) all of their great and ignorant work on YouTube uh, but they will make a gospel song out of anything and they have written their new hit Don, don't vote for Donald he will grab you by the pussy I know my part don't vote for Donald he will grab you by the pussy grab you by the pussy he grab will you by the grab pussy, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Evil, like meow, meow, meow. <laughs> so, go hand gestures. Yes, you there was a hand. It was the hands. There's a grab, pussy grabbing hand gesture that we all need to use as some kind of high sign or something moving forward. It is, it is choreography that goes with the song. So please go to YouTube and go look for Anthony Hamilton and the Hamiltons. Grab you by the pussy. It is my new. Number one winter hit banger. I will be singing this all winter. Don't vote for Dino. <laughs> he will grab you by the pussy. 
There it is. Um, Alec Baldwin and Kate McKinney killed it again on Saturday Night Live this week. So if you haven't checked that out, please go check it out because it was funny as fuck. It was so funny. Oh my god, Alec Baldwin is Donald Trump. This is- <laughs> Okay. But did you guys see um who was is it not Jimmy Kimmel it's the other guy the tonight show Jimmy Fallon Fallon yes. I, I saw his Trump and Medea and you know I ain't no Medea fan but that was funny. Oh yeah, that was, was hilarious. That was funny oh, as hell. Cuz it's like two of the most ridiculous characters. <laughs> Oh, together. Uh, together. Media, media. Listen, uh, media. Media. <laughs> oh, hell to no. You're going to get my name right. Uh, <laughs> uh, what did you do? Yes, I did. I saw that. That was the funniest. So that was funny as fuck. So you got to see that. All right. Get your snacks together. Try not to smack in the phone. Yes, Get, pick up your finger sandwiches because we must discuss Pussygate. Now, <laughs> so what, what we learned this weekend, ladies and any gentlemen that are out there in the world listening, you can be a racist, a misogynist, mm-hmm. a liar, Wait, a draft dodger, a mm. tax evader, and a sexual predator. Mm. But mm. threatening to grab a white woman's pussy is a bridge too far. And mm. the church says, amen. Yes. I would like to call the congregants to testimony <laughs> service at this time. <laughs> Who would like to testify first? Uh, <gasps> I just like to throw it out there. I love that everybody we was a, we just like a, exaggerating. I know. But it's like, where do you begin, right? There's, there's so much to be said. And how how filthy does he have to get? Because there's still people who are like, ah, that's how guys talk. You know, it's yes. they're not even finished with him yet. So, mm-hmm. um, I did have a conversation with somebody about the wall. We have to protect ourselves. The wall, the wall, the wall. Because I, I, I thought right when he said the wall, and that was way early on. I was like, "You're crazy!" All the illegal mm-hmm. immigrants I know came in through O'Hare. They all flew <gasps> in. I don't, I don't know oh, anybody. <laughs> What's really, we are the largest population of Polish outside of Poland. Damn, you know, there's no wall that's keeping them out. There are two Russian. Um, uh, illegal immigrants that work at Pizza Capri right now in Hyde Park mm. that came here yeah. on a student visa, visa and never left. Uh, there's an Indian dude at the BP Amico <laughs> on my corner who has asked me to marry him. And he's oh. like, it's cool. It's just for my papers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, build all the walls you want to, <laughs> but it, it's not making any sense. And quite frankly, <laughs> Has there ever been a wall that if people have enough time and desire to get through that, that they can't get through? Right. And we have a whole lot of cocaine tunnels. 
from Mexico to California. <laughs> El so Chapo got the no fuck wall. out of jail. Right. <laughs> right. Again. Again. So uh, I understand. He'll never stay in jail because everybody's <laughs> on his payroll that works there. It's like, look, I'll be here. Let me stay here for a couple of months and then we're going to do this thing. <laughs> You know, right. where you want to send the money okay. to where your you auntie, your cousin, what? You know, we're going to take care of this. You're going to get me out of here, okay? Everybody's like, okay, cool. We cool. We act like we're, you know, holding you, whatever and stuff. Yeah. Right. That's some no. crap. Yeah. But, so, but you I know, mean, but the right thing then, about immigration, though, is that, you know, I was married to um, uh, a foreigner and, you know, we divorced before he got his, his uh, green card. And he kind of wanted me to stay married with him so he can get it or wanted me to still go. I was like, no, I'm done with you. But his friends told me, he said, well, you aren't going to get past anyway. And they were like, why? I said, because you're married to a black woman. Black women never marry uh, foreigners for love. So that that's a, a whole line of discrimination ah. that I discovered from from that. That mm. he, we would always we would have problems anyway trying to get him legal. Yeah, my girlfriend had a hard time. I mean, and they actually do love each other and, and are still together. But I remember it was a really difficult time. Oh, yeah. I didn't know That's that. But, you about, know, right? there's a lot of sisters marrying, you know, foreigners for money, you know, especially those uh, Nigerians and, you know, mm-hmm. got the whole, you know, pay all the thing. <clears throat> but do you remember when the Mexican president was like, I'm not building a fucking wall. And then he said it again because, you know, it was yeah. <laughs> he said it to, uh, <laughs> right, just to the case. press. And just in case you thought I slipped on that fucking, I'm gonna it one more time. I'm not right. building a fucking wall. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely spectacular. And so that, I mean, there were that, and that was at the very beginning of the campaign. Oh, oh, ladies, listen, though. But here's my point. The reason I bring this up is people keep trying to talk around the racist ass, racist, racistness, the radical racism Mm -hmm. in this campaign and in this country so Mm -hmm. he could talk all the shit he wanted to about that little latina girl gaining 15 pounds that was okay Mm -hmm. that was just you know well she did work for him and she did get fat first of all i wish i only had 15 pounds to lose that's not fat that's just Giordano's on a Friday night. <laughs> Say what? That's word. just that's Say just it. a trip to the Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> that's, that's just some <laughs> chips and some French onion dip. <laughs> okay, fifteen pounds just means I had a really tough day and some cookies, <laughs> which I've been eating with the mute button on. Let me just say, <laughs> see there. So. What so? But that was all of that was okay. He could call um, Rosie O'Donnell all kind of fat pigs. He could accuse the girl of being on her period. Uh, what's her name? Megan Kelly. Yep. Mm-hmm. He can accuse like he can do all of this, but white men could not get deeply disturbed mm-hmm. until. The white woman was standing there with her blonde loveliness and the thought that he might just put his tongue down her throat and grab her by the pussy. This in this just sent them crazy. Right. Well, she he was talking about a married woman too. Well, so he first he not- started talking about Nancy O'Dell. 
That's right. Um, who was at the time Billy Bush's um co-anchor with his nasty ass. Oh, shout out to um the what is that morning show on NBC? NBC Good Morning or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today Show. The Today it? Show. Shout out to the Today Show producers for snatching that fucking perv off the air. I know Al Roker is doing a full-on jig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like Ooh, that little, little punk is gone. That little punk is gone. He was right there with Donald while, and egging him on the whole time while they were talking about it. But the kicker was after they got off the bus. And Don't you want to give Donald a little hug for Donald? Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Mm. Oh. And you know, Yuck. as a woman, we've all been in those situations, and it's like, and I, I can say that there's been times where I gave the hug so as to not have an awkward moment. But now that I'm grown, I'm like, oh, he doesn't need a hug. I've already got my replies. But I've, I've actually had that. That happened to me. I want to say a year ago at a political event somebody was like go ahead and give him a hug and I was like who the fuck are you talking to right now <laughs> right. and then I was like right. I'll be over here having my drink and I gave the dude a high five he high fived me because he knew what dude was saying was absolutely preposterous and I kept it moving but there, honestly I can see that woman how she was like you could tell she didn't want to do it but she was she just was, she was she like was, I'm on air Right. This is my job. Right. 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 We've all been in those situations and felt that kind of pressure. It's completely inappropriate. It's just so and it's so demeaning. And and the thing is, I don't just I, I don't think um I was mad at other people for saying for egging me on to do it, but I was pissed at myself for actually doing it, you know? That's the real person you have to deal with at the end of the day is you when you get home. Like, why did I hug that smarmy bastard? You know, Th- so, this is yeah, a- Billy Bush is gone. Bye bye. Bye. Suspended. I feel like he'll be back, but I think well, he'll be back and appropriate. I think it was swift and appropriate. And I hope that little sucker thinks about it. Well, you know, <laughs> half, more than more than half of their um, viewership is female. That's their main demographic, women. That's right. Right. So, you know, the and the net the hate mail start hitting his Facebook page. As soon as he put up that whack ass apology, women got on there like, you whack ass, whackity whack, whack, whackity whack motherfucker. So he just started getting all well, of this hate mail. All, I mean, similar to what I experienced when I heard it, I mean Facebook and, and Twitter, all of them are loaded with women who are experiencing this as a trigger to remember yes. their own sexual um, situations, you know, th- that happened to them that were inappropriate and, and dangerous and predatory. And uh, I mean, it's opening up that when I heard it, I got so angry and I, and I, and, and I don't, I haven't experienced half of what other, I know other women have experienced. So this is, I mean, I'm so glad that, um, NBC did what they did and I'm so mm-hmm. glad that we get to have this conversation because people really need to know and I, I mean and I'm a mom so I'm very conscious of hug auntie so and so I don't I don't care if my kids don't want to hug you I don't even right I don't <laughs> yeah care. no I wasn't I wasn't raised that way my mother was like 
if she don't feel like letting you hug her, if she's being uh, not feeling you, she's not feeling you. No, she really? doesn't have to sit in your lap. No, she doesn't have to hug you. My mother was very serious about that. Right. She was like, no, don't. Mm-mm. But mm-hmm. I mean, so there's a reason. You all know Sucha. Sucha was not giving nobody. She still, she was shady when she was born and she's shady now. <laughs> <laughs> My Sucha is not shady. She's always hugged Auntie Carla. Yeah, yeah. Because babies, babies can sense evil. That's what that is. <laughs> That's she would look at you. She's like, I'm not walking in that room. I don't like the people in that room. I don't like crowds. I don't like y'all singing happy birthday. All of this is some bullshit. I remember somebody picked up Maya when she was three, like two years old, and she stiffened her whole body like a board when they picked her up and stared at them like, I know you're about to put me down. I right. said, oh, my daughter just had a conniption. Did you put her down? Because there's something, <laughs> something wrong with you. Down. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna tell a couple of my stories because I know that um those the tweets you're talking about, um, Kyla, there's a woman, I, I wish I could remember her name. She posted a tweet and she was like, This is the first time that inappropriate that a man violated my space or hurt me in this way. And I would like to encourage other women, if you're comfortable, to post the first time that happened to you. Mm. <sighs> so it was all of these women talking about I was eight, I was this, I was that I had two and I pray, I thank God for my ignorant ass n-word ass daddy every day of this world because my father saved me both times the mm. first time I was nine years old and he had a friend over who was known in the neighborhood for not being a savory guy you know um but he was, you know, him and my dad drank together and guy was at the house. So my dad was in the kitchen. This guy was in the living room. I was walking past the living room. He was like, hey, come here. Come sit on my lap. I said, no. He was like, oh, just come on. Just come on. Sit on my lap. So I turned on my heels and I went and told my daddy. I said, Raymond, he's asking me to sit on his lap. I couldn't get the sentence out. My father <laughs> threw. My father got up. He went. He threw the man down a flight of stairs. He told him, if the next time you see her walking down the street, you better cross the street. <laughs> Don't walk on the same side of the street with her. I will hurt you. I will snatch your head off. Don't do it. it. You know, the- I actually just saw the creepy neighbor who um, he <laughs> by my garbage can. Like he lives literally right behind me. And I was going to take out some garbage and I saw a puddle and I saw him zipping up his pants. And I said, did you just pissed by my um <laughs> by my garbage can he said uh uh yeah i said why would you do that and he said because i had to pee so you got a whole house how about you pee back your garbage can i said i don't even the whole psychological thing about this is, is tripping me out i'm not laughing a you whole house and a whole garage and, and, and two or three garbage cans sitting behind there. And you could have peed back on pee by mine, you nasty creep. Because it's a little cubby between my the garage next door but and see, my that's some that's some creepy shit. That's some creepy-ass, predator-ass shit. It wasn't about just needing to pee that bad in that moment. That's creepy, man. And he just told the little girl next door tonight. 
hey, uh, called her name. I ain't gonna say her name. Come and give me a hug. And when, oh. when he said that, the daddy pulled up. And he said it in front of the daddy, but I, he whispered something to him. He didn't hug that little girl, but I thought that was creepy, asking a little. And she's real little. She's in high school, but she looked like she's about 10 years old. And I was mm. like, look, and I was like, he better not hug her. He better not hug her because I'm going to snap. I'm going to snap. But she didn't walk up to him. She just was looking at him like she was crazy. And another little girl grabbed her little brother and just started walking away. I was like, because these little girls, no, they've been taught very well. But it's it's just, it's... It's so gross. It's, it's so disgusting. Scary. It's so it's, scary. And like last night, the debate really triggered me. The, yeah. They needed to put a trigger warning on that debate. Because every did. time he followed her or walked oh, up on her, yeah. I was yeah. like, uh-uh, no, no, this is not safe. Was like I was like... Working and like inappropriate like space. It's like he was not respective and he like and because he's taller than she is yeah it looks even worse but it was like like we're supposed to be this very laid-back setting and he would like while she was talking he would be walking which i've never seen i was like what is like he'd be walking behind her or walking near like really close to the front row where the women were at it was very uncomfortable i'm like does anybody like i can't be the only person that sees this he just looked really mm -mm all wrong like this this is the type of stuff that all women deal with mm -hmm. but then to have your personage not even like but it's okay if you're a woman of color mm. the only time we as a cult country old white men can get outraged is when it's a pretty blonde skinny white girl and and I mean, let's be honest. He never apologized for it. He never, he never said, apologized. He never he like, said he eh. did anything wrong. It's just, I think that was the real trigger. That there's a room full mm -hmm. of adults, intelligent people. That as soon as he didn't, as soon as he said, I didn't do anything. Do you, and they said, do you feel you sexually assaulted? And everything that he did and, and claims to do regularly falls within the parameters of sexual assault mm -hmm. and he's bragging about it and he's not apologetic about it if it if if women ruled this country it would have we would have just debate over we would have got up turned the fucking lights off we all going home we're all going out for a drink this i don't even want to talk to you anymore you don't get to say anything else mm -hmm. to anybody yeah. else about anything i don't care about your opinion on none of it that would have been as soon as you and say, someone, and, go ahead, go ahead, babe. No, no, and, and the fact that he's considered for the highest seat in the land. Oh God, is a like, damn. We're trigger. not talking about. It's I mean, it's like, yeah, and like this is who you want in charge of like wars and executive decisions. Somebody who has a predatory mindset. Okay, and is comfortable and is loud about it, and and just says it's locker room talk. It's not. I'm around men all the time. And I and there are smarmy men that I'm around that I know will have that conversation with him. But I know there are a ton of men who I mean, my my husband, he was he didn't even understand. He was like, grab in the pussy. Like, I don't even get that. <laughs> How do you grab in the pussy? You grab them in the pussy? I can see maybe patting around it or maybe <laughs> 
grab in I there. See if they still there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I have to. I'm gonna say something though, because George, you know, uh, his wife got thigh meat. To grab the only what time you can do that is when one of them girls they thighs don't touch. Oh, like <laughs> <laughs> it's not even possible. He has to be like, hey, like can you do the splits right quick. Exactly, like there's a whole like anatomy to uh-huh. thigh meat that prevents you from just grabbing off it. You gotta have a thigh gap for now that. I'm gonna <laughs> my thighs Trump shields from now on. <laughs> exactly, Trump shields. But I'm gonna tell you a story about. Um, Big Groceries Blaze, Makayla's husband. This is how I know that he ain't G-ing for it. Back in the day, um, we were out. We were at, I was at Blaze's house. And we was drinking, getting high, whatever, you know, what people do. Uh, back when we were in our early 20s. And um, I'm, I was in the kitchen and the bathroom was right off of the kitchen. And uh, the gentleman who shall remain name you, nameless, Sinuel, I'm going to say that motherfucker's name because he's slimy. I hope you hear it. Ooh. Pulled me into the bathroom and he said, you know, you intrigue me. I looked down, his whole dick was out. His entire oh. penis oh. was out. Oh my God. Yeah. You told and me this story. <laughs> now, my first response, because I was drunk and stunned, was to laugh. I was like, oh my God. It was like, okay, that's nice. Put it away. Like, what? Oh, I mean, you know. You know, I was like, oh, okay. And I left the bathroom. I didn't say anything. So the next day, because I think I threatened him in the bathroom. Like, I don't want to have to tell my brothers. Like, just leave me alone. And I left. And so the next day, <laughs> I get to the theater. I'm telling the story. Makayla's husband looked at me like I had grown a third head. He was like, why didn't you come get me? Oh, my God. <laughs> why? He was, he was outraged. Like, like, he's like, who the fuck does that? No, 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 no. And we were young. Like, if there was any a a time in history where that kind of behavior might have been okay or something that happened, it was then. And the guys that I was around didn't G for that shit then. Mm -mm. No. That's all I was going to say. No. Yeah. Mm -mm. I mean. Because that's just inappropriate. It's like, really? It's. I balled his nuts up into his sack. I'd be like, no. Back away. And like that's the thing you need but I, I i mean i i feel like when you think about these things you're like man i would tell him this that, but and when you're in it you're just like what wait oh what, no wait, what, you're what, what, no exactly like, what? Huh? right and then mm-hmm. you're kind of stuck and i mean i've responded in both ways where i'm like trying to laugh it off or trying to be polite and i've also gone to the other side but i think um you can check them so much, but if their boys check them or if I think I think it has to everybody has to be on the same page on this one. And when you allow somebody to just be like, I grab them in the pussy and and but I it ain't sexual assault and everybody just continues talking about other things with this person. It's mm-hmm. really disturbing. It's really it was very disturbing. 
Right. It's it, it oh. just seems like everybody's like, okay, grab him in the pussy. Let's keep let's keep on. Because I'm sorry, that was the issue of the night. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Let me tell you something. They could pull out uh, an email where or a speech that Hillary told people at Goldman Sachs that she taught them how to cook crystal meth. She could have been giving motherfuckers the instructions to cook up crystal meth in one of them damn speeches. She's a man. Bird man. You put the cocaine in. <laughs> Like, you is that, how do you soda. make it 99% pure? Can you like, add a color to it? And I bet you that research would have been deep because that's how Hillary do. She research. <laughs> yes, she would have. Color code. I'm like, have. she could have had, she could have had the whole instructions to make Molly. I don't give a fuck. When yeah. that sexual assault shit came out, mm-hmm. I was done. Yeah, and when I you, was done, when you, I was when dead. you listen to his, who his friends are, he's friends. Like it, Huffington Post did an article about two weeks ago that I totally forgot about. I, I forget the name. The guy's name Epstein, or I have to look it up now. But he's like a level three pedophile, convicted level three pedophile. Like out, like free. That's one of his friends. Level three is like the worst of a, like that's the worst. Like those, not that it's like it's almost like saying there's a better type of pedophile. There is not, but a level three pedophile means you were really actually convicted, convicted for a very, 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 very long time. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. we are in a shit ton of trouble, kids. If <laughs> this right. is the trajectory of our nation if it has devolved into pussy grabbing and tic-tac eating then and sniffing and sniffing may Mm -hmm. god have mercy on all of our tiny little souls we are going to keep it moving Michaela, talk to us about ben and jerry's girl okay I had to relook up their picture because I was like, these must be black people. And then, yes, still they are mm-hmm. two corny looking white dudes. Yeah. But they made an announcement um, in support of Black Lives Matter, and and their statement is so complete in all the ways. Um, I mean, it starts with Black Lives Matter. Period. I mean, when I have this debate with people, or or. Why do you think this Black Lives Matter movement? And then I'm like, do you think Black Lives Matter? Well, sure. And before they can say but, then I'm like, then you're with us. Thank you. That's all we're saying. We win. Thank you. But so they go on. They um, it, it is a very detailed letter that really explains the movement so clearly. Um, but... It, the the sentence I love is all lives do matter because that you know we keep hearing that but all lives will not matter until black lives matter it is so yeah. clear we ask people to be open to understanding these issues and not reflexively retreat to their current beliefs like and no they actually say to our current beliefs like they're in real time understanding that they're unlearning their racism throughout this piece it is so brilliantly done I feel like a black person must have written it or 
I have to give them credit. They must have at least talked to two or three black people to even pull it together. I think it's absolutely amazing and it restores my faith and it is the only kind of ice cream I will buy from now on. I know that they're getting some backlash, but I'm going to get my my uh my uh Trump um assistant 15 pounds from Ben and Jerry's. That's all I'm going to say. And two. And yeah, that bunch of hippies. Vermont is white, one of the whitest states in the union. And um, I've been to Vermont. And I mean, I think I may have seen what, maybe two or three black people when I was there. I was there for a whole week. That was like maybe ooh, 25 years ago. But um, yeah, they are hippie and they are very progressive, although it's extremely, extremely white state. Um, it is very impressive. I'm like loving it. I love Chunky Monkey. Giving me more reason to have it. It is the bomb ice cream. Oh my god! They also well, you know, really good. They pay people well too. They're like yeah, a very progressive yeah. company, or how they are function as a company. Mm-hmm. Do they do profit sharing with their employees? Yep, they do. Yeah, yep. I thought so. Um, but you know, of course, Twitter has to make everything just a level more ignorant. So there is the hashtag Ben and Jerry's new flavors. Um, somebody uh, proposed mm-hmm. black empowerment. <laughs> I love uh, it. Go shoddy, it's sorbet day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, wish a nougat would. <gasps> yes. Brown, brownies versus the Board of Education. Oh. Hand, hands up, don't scoop. <laughs> Dairy of a diary of a mad blackberry. That is too much. Okay. Lean with it, chalk with it. An Ooh. underground rocky road. So yes. those are a few of the flavors that people are proposing on Twitter. I thought that was hilarious and cute. So we like Ben and Jerry's now. They are well, we always liked them, but now we uh, will support them because they support us mm-hmm. with intentions. Tamara. So this is about the women of Luke Cage, which is true. So these women, for one, there's not a female actress with the exception of, you know, the little one who tried to, you know, tried to shoot somebody at the funeral. There's not a female actress on the show that's under the age of 30. So they're not, they're mature. They're, they look like women. They're all different shapes, sizes, complexions, hair, everything, all the above. And they're all not, it's not like, it's funny because the show itself, you know, features a male character. But they are like huge. You got Mariah, who is my favorite. That's Alfie Woodard. And without giving too much, because I don't want to tell people whatever, whatever about the show, but it's, you have this, you have even the flashbacks include important people like Latanya Richardson. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, so you have like black royalty, black female royalty in the show. And then you also have some new people like Simone Missick, who's playing on Misty Knight. Um, you have, uh, um, oh my God, what's my girl who plays Claire? I can't think of her name right now, but Claire is, is links all three shows together. 
She's like the miracle nurse, the nurse that helps Daredevil. Oh, the Rosario Dawson, Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Yeah. So she's the one that links all the shows together. Um, except this is the one show where she's very three dimensional. And by the, by, by the, all the shows, you mean Daredevil and Daredevil. Um, Jessica and, Jones and Jessica Jones, right? And and it will be um, the the Punisher. Punisher, well. right? Mm-hmm. Um. And so she links like the Lower East Side to Harlem because basically, you know, that whole universe exists up and down New York from 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 the Bronx on down. And so and then you also have the new captain. You brought some people back who I haven't seen like Sonia. um, What's Sonia's last name? But I haven't seen her since she was spitting poetry in the prison. Remember, that was like her big (laughs) in that thing. And it's funny because she looks exactly. Then you brought uh, uh, Latino royalty with Sonia Braga, who I haven't seen since Me Familia, or um, a Redemption or Resur- uh, Resur- Resurrection Resurrection Boulevard, which uh, um, was another Latino show that was on uh, HBO years ago. Mm-hmm. And she always plays that. like Yark and things like that. So it's just good. And then she was replaced. Usually when they get rid of the black female police chief captain they replaced him with a guy like they did in gotham right but this time they replaced her with another fierce black female um mm-hmm. who was also in her 40s these are all like 40 something actresses i mean even the strippers strippers <laughs> <laughs> Have real ass and real thighs. I was like, wow, these look like regular strippers from around the corner. Like this was just, it was, it's just really good to see. And they end up being in power, end up being in charge, end up being the ones the re- like they move the story forward. So yeah, I'm sorry, I'm a big nerd, but I'm really excited. About well, it. you know, this is fem- it. This is a uh, a feather in the cap of black feminism and black womanist. Um, oh. And dialogue, right? Like, yeah, like it's just it's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. It's it's historic, actually, um, to have this many black women in this type of show. Oh, so, right. if you ha- if you have not had your Netflix binge day, please go binge Luke Cage because it's the Shiznai. Uh, today I watched um, Ava DuVernay's um, documentary Thirteenth. Oh, please, yeah. dear, sweet and merciful yeah. baby black Jesus with delicate, sweet baby hairs held down with anointed holy coconut oil. Go watch 13th on Netflix. And take five people with you to watch it because it is, it's the truth. It's just. And you need therapy. You need therapy after that. Um, so I haven't you- shouted out. You know, since we started, I have not shouted out any of my shows this season it is so much on television i can't stand it atlanta queen sugar um uh uh uh, uh how to get away with murder is always a club banger um, like, it's, yeah. it is so much going on on television right now for people of color gray's anatomy always holds it down um it's just so much good television. You have some really strong. You have some strong women too, even right. in, um, in *Lethal oh. Weapon*. In that little remix, I was like, "Well, look at this public defender 
who's holding it down, who's playing Roger's wife. I love it. She's amazing. So, yes, if you um, have time on your weekends, whenever, it is some good black TV out right now. Okay, so here are my two before we um, wrap this thing up. So, are y'all, do y'all know anything about this show on NBC that comes on Monday night called Timeless? No. no, I've heard of it, but I don't know anybody. Anybody? Uh-uh. Okay, so here's the thing. It is a show about a young white woman who is a historian, and she's at the top of her game, and she's got all these problems going on in her life. It don't matter. Um, some great villain steals something and takes it back in time because the government's been working on the time machine. So they have to go and get this thing so it's her then it's the cop energy kind of guy white guy and then there's the brother now the black man in the show he is one of the programmers for the time machine he's the only person that can wield the time machine um so he has oh, to go I have with her this show this is the one that's um there i think today was it today's show or yesterday's show they're going to do abraham lincoln well, honey, whatever it is, it's the most radically racist shit I ever seen. You remember when Tom Joyner would talk about hidden racism? This yeah. motherfucking show is hidden racism. So, <laughs> so they take this black man every episode. They take him back to some time in history where he might have got killed for being black, right? <laughs> so he has a line in the first episode. I mean, there's no time in history I really want to go back to. But they take him back to 1937 when the Hindenburg is about to burn up. So then they take him in this bar and all the white people are looking at him. And he's like, I don't feel comfortable. And the white girl says, just keep your head down. And why don't you stand outside so I'd be safer outside? Well, you know, just keep your eyes down and don't look anybody in the eye. Oh, my God. Wow. So NBC, if you're listening, you have failed. Eh, uh, stop. Screech, screech. That shit is horrible. It's the most racist shit I've ever seen in my life. They're going to take him to Nazi Germany, y'all. They're going to take the black man to Nazi Germany. Oh my gosh. And if Toga and you take them back to Lincoln, you're taking them back to slavery. Yay. So so the so what y'all are trying to say in the show is there were all of these times in history where you were really threatened. You should be grateful. Look how free you can be now, you motherfuckers. I'm pissed about this show timeless. And I just want everybody to know it's the most racist shit I'd ever seen. Now. And that's one to grow on. <sighs> but I want to end on a lighter note. Mm. So Clarence Thomas <laughs> did not make it into an exhibit in the African American mm-hmm. History Museum. Mm-hmm. The only place he exists in the museum is in the exhibit where Anita Hill and her <laughs> struggles and her activism are discussed and he is only a footnote for being a pervert that pleases me wow yep 
And I think that is the lightest note we can end on. That there is justice. There is there is hope. Oh, I, shall, I shall strum a few bars on my uh did we go for that? Right. For, right. This is for Claire Thomas. <laughs> Yes. 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 Hallelujah. <laughs> he is ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> step and fetch is dead. Which step and fetch? That step and fetch. Ding he dong. Has and fetched it. He's over. It's like well, oh. here's the here's the truth of the situation. We all know damn well he didn't do one thing to help get that museum open. Mm-hmm. Not one. He didn't do anything. He was not. He, they probably went to him and asked him for donations or money or fundraising. And he wanted no parts of it. Because he, the only time he wanted some parts of blackness is when he accused people of doing a public lynching because he was a pervert. And he got investigated. And it also speaks to the, the, to the validity and authenticity of that museum. Mm-hmm. They spent a lot of time to put like real, real artifacts and real things in there. I mean, it's five floors of amazingness. And so what I mean, what has he done besides that? He has been partying one of the largest public sexual assault cases, you know. So, yeah, that's what he should be part of. And there you have it. Well, this has been wonderful, fantabulous and awesome. Thank you, ladies, so much. You guys join us next week for a brand new installment of High Tea with Carla Stilwell. Co-host, can you um, give the listeners a stunning and beautiful good night? Good night. Good night. Good night. Was wow, so that was that funny. awful? So scary. No, it was, it was just a lot. It was just a lot. I loved it, though. It was I loved it. over. I it give it a 9.8. Aww. Coco, say good night to the people. <laughs> Tamara, good night. All of y'all are psychopaths. Hey, once again, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for High Tea with Carla Stilwell, and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PCR High Tea. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Thank you, announcer. Now, you can download new episodes of High Tea with Carla Stilwell every Tuesday via iTunes and the Poppy Chulo Radio 
archives. New episodes stream via poppychuloradio.com every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And I would just like to say, don't vote for Donald. He will grab you by the pussy. Good night, everyone. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.